All right, everybody, welcome back to Top Tier Podcast. My name is Paleo Poppy. Nick Hogan here. Episode 60 of Top Tier Podcast. Yeah, them 50s took forever, dude. Yeah, them 50s took, them 50s took a long time, man. Like, I guess that's how it's going to be from here on out. 50s took a long time. <laughs> what are you aiming for? Are you aiming for like a specific number, bro? I can't wait till 100. 100 is going to be the milestone. 100, we're going to have to do a giveaway. We're going to have to give away like PlayStation. A giveaway. Like, we're going to have to give away PlayStations, a PlayStation or something. <laughs> That's going to be on your tab, fam. Damn. <laughs> That's not coming out of my pocket. <laughs> it ain't going to be a PlayStation. It's probably going to be something, <laughs> something simple like a, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. we have to figure it out. Uh, this week was like really jam-packed. Um, the thing that I seem to be spending most of my time was uh, watching Black Mirror. You watch it yet? Shit was trash. Shit was you a dumpster it? fire. I watched all of it. I binged all of it. I didn't see. Like I, I got days. through the first two episodes, and I was like, I can't, I can't take it anymore. I thought it was boring as shit. Dude. The writing was terrible. It, it was not good. The only, only good episode was the Aaron Paul guy who played Jesse in Breaking Bad. He was had an episode that was really good. I don't know if you want me to give plot details. I'm not going to spoil it. Not on that episode because I do want to watch that episode. I do want to watch that episode. We can get spoilers for the first two because that's the only ones that I watched. <laughs> yeah, man. I think the first. I think the first episode, which I give it about a five, four point five. Five. It started so good. Yeah, it was like, it was kind of like, you know, spoiler for those who, if you don't want to yeah, listen. Yeah, spoiler review, spoiler review. You know. Yeah, it was, the first episode was like, kind of felt like Black Mirror. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, a quantum computer mm-hmm. can simulate your life. It can just study you. It's kind of like if you've seen, uh, what's that What's that show, uh, Westworld, in the later seasons, it was all about this yeah, quantum so, computer huh? that could like predict what you were going to do and just like, it almost like, it was like a god. It almost like controlled the universe. So it kind of mm-hmm. like was able to know what you were doing. And they could simulate, and it, the computer can pick it up. And you know, yeah. the main character, they made a show called Joan is Awful. Her name is Joan, and it's all about her life, about how she was like. It was literally just low, her day to day. Her day to day. Her it was cheating a pretty, on the low, all kinds of stuff. I, I thought it was a pretty relevant episode. Like that story, it, it almost seemed like they wrote they wrote that like this week, because <laughs> that conversation about like uh, deep fakes and stuff like that. That's a pretty mm. new conversation. And I know Black Mirror. The, when was the last season? Years ago, right? Years ago, like like 2019. Yeah, had to be. So for them to write that show, or that episode at least, maybe like 2020, 2021, that's a pretty relevant, maybe that was one of the newer episodes that they made Mm -hmm. and just decided to put that first. And that was very relevant. I mean, imagine someone just recorded your life, like everything you were doing, like you just, all the shady shit you were doing, all the personal shit that you're doing. They made a Netflix show. They showed everything. You could be... Beating your goddamn meat. And yeah, it was exactly everything, bro. The, yeah. fun, the uh, that episode it had such good promise, but they just I didn't feel like it really connected with me. It the, just got uh, really goofy when Selma Hayek showed up. I feel like that's when it got. Yeah, really goofy. exactly, exactly. And they were trying to make yeah. it like a comedy. At first, yeah. I thought it was serious, and there was like a breakup was happening and stuff like that. That one scene where uh, she went back to her ex. He was about to try to fuck her ex. That was hilarious. And he was yeah, like, he was like, I just wait, wait this is gonna be on the show. <laughs> and we forgot to mention that when you what? when you see yourself on the show, it's like an actor playing you. Like they'll buy the likeness of an actor. Right. So the right, actor right, will right. be playing you. It won't actually be you on the screen. It'll yeah. be an and actor then, deep faking playing you, but it'd be play by play what happened in your life and your day. And then the twist at the end was that she ended up actually being uh, what would you call it? Like a what would you call? It? She would be word? a simulation. She was a yeah, simulation. She was a simulation. Yeah. yeah. So there was, a, was there a was cool a yeah, twist, it was a cool twist for an hour long. That I think all the episodes this year were like an hour. Are they always like an hour? I think they're always like an hour. Oh, they're okay. Like these well, like hour reason, long, forty five so minute short stories. Something like this that. one felt so fucking long. But everybody seems to be loving it though. It's trending. You know what's I mean, weird? People either absolutely hate it or they love it. People really like love the, it. 
I feel like nowadays that seems to just be what everything is about. It's either you yeah. love it or you hate it. There's no in between anymore. Man, people used to. I feel like people used to be more on a consensus. Like it's like, eh, this I. Right. Most people will say that I right, it's trash. Most people say, or it's really good. And you have a few naysayers. But these days things are split down the middle. It probably speaks extremes. to like the quality of it. Maybe it's just a quality thing. Like I, I really do feel like you know when I've been talking to like friends and family and stuff about like the things that have been going on in the media and stuff like that. It's either like like you said, they really love it or they really don't care about it but i feel like the quality there's like a, a level of um uh what would you call it maybe like if you're if you're like if you have a lower standard for quality you're gonna love it but if you have a higher standard for quality you're like what the fuck is this and i yeah, think yeah. that that's probably what it is like the tiktok generation everything is so quick and fast and there's not really a lot of quality they're not thinking about anymore. it too deep they're not thinking yeah, about it's it. just it's kind all of a passive level. watch yeah. And Black Mirror seemed to be like something I had to pay attention to, but this season didn't really feel like that. Yeah, earlier seasons you had to pay attention to them, and they just were mind fucks. Either in a good, like in a like a wow, this is beautiful, or like, dude, if this ever happened in real life, I killed myself. Type of mind fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the show was profound. It used to be profound where you would actually think about the consequences of the tech, both yeah. positive and negative. Now I think for me, Black Mirror is dead. I'm not watching Black Mirror anymore. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even gonna finish. Netflix the is so trash. I will watch it. I will keep watching it. But I, I understand it's not good. I'm not expecting it to be good. It's just something to throw on while I'm on my phone doing something yeah. else. Yeah, I suppose. Um, I just got to watch it passively. They were doing like werewolf. There was like a werewolf episode. There was like. It did a, not feel like Black Mirror this season. There was like a murder mystery. I'm like, this is more Twilight Zone than Black. Even though Black Mirror really is like sci-fi Twilight, Twilight Zone. Yeah. They have just made it Twilight Zone now. Instead it was of it like being Love, like, Death, and Robots. Mm-hmm. Just random storylines. Just random storylines instead of it being tech focused. Like yeah. I like that was the their, that focus. was when they were in their bag was when they yeah. reached like that techie shit and everything was a twist about tech and just like these um really dystopian versions of tech uh in these new universes and stuff like that. That was when I was really feeling it. Uh, let's get to this John Morant thing because that's the latest story. Uh, NBA Finals happened. We were waiting for that in order to get the uh, official release statements of what was going to happen with John Morant and Adam Silver came out. NBA commission came out, said that they're officially going to suspend him for 25 games. Mm -hmm. um, they gave him 25 games, which means that he's no longer eligible to be uh, you know, MVP, most improved, any of that. So he gets no awards, taking money out of his, uh, out of his checkbook. NBA Players Association has appealed it. They said that it was too vigorous. It's not in line with anything that uh, we've seen before. From the uh, punishments for that are like regarding anything like around this type of ordeal. What do you think? Too severe? I think it's too severe. I mean, I, I, I predicted it because I did say they're probably going to give him about 20 games. But yeah, you did. I believe that I think I think 12 to 15 is fair. I think tw you changed 20. It. I, ch I changed it because I, I don't remember if I said I thought 20 was fair. You said 20. You were like about I, I said I thought I was expecting I was ex I, I didn't agree with it I was expecting oh, okay, it made sense they were probably going to throw the book at him and give him about twenty games mm -hmm. but I think ten to, not even twelve I think like ten ten to thirteen is is fair more on the but 10 why do you side. say that though because I mean the reason why they said that they suspended him for this many games is because it's a repeat ordeal they said that you know obviously this has happened a few times now um they tried to come out and say that it was just a toy gun or whatever just to kind of change the narrative about it because everybody was saying like oh you're waving around a gun you know where the country's going through all these types of stuff about gun violence and stuff like that that's the reason why you know we don't want fans and stuff and younger children looking at you to you know you're playing around with guns that's not safe or whatever but they said it's because of the fact that it's a repeat offense is the reason why they're going to give him 25 games 
I think that that probably makes sense. What did he get for the first time? Eight. Okay. Let's double it. 16. <laughs> 16. What he he got 25 total, think, right? 16. He probably would be eligible. I think he would still be eligible. Yeah. What do you say? He he, well, he he got 25, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think 16 is fair. Just double it. Yeah. And if he does it again, double it. And then after that, then we might have to start talking about even steeper consequences more than just giving him games. You know? I think he's fine with it. He put out a statement. He said that he, you know, owns up to everything and he's taking accountability for it. He said that he's going to try to change his ways. You know, the same thing he said the last time. Put out a public statement last time, too. Mental health. I'm going to start trying to figure out to go to different types of programs, and I'm going to work on my mental health. He said the same exact thing last time. I don't believe him. Yeah, he got – I just don't – didn't he grow up in, a, like, a suburban kind of home? Like That's what I'm, that's what I'm hearing. What do you need – never, I've never had the urge to take out a gun, bro, and just start – Well, they said it was a toy around. gun. That's what they were saying. Bro, Unless that was rumors. Maybe that was butt cracks. Maybe, <laughs> maybe his parents didn't, but when I was a kid – my parents didn't let us take not even the yellow Nerf guns outside. Yep. Like, you're a black man in America. This is before Tamir Rice. Yeah. They will take you out. I couldn't even get guns at, like, you know, when you go to, like, amusement parks and stuff and yeah. you win awards and stuff. I couldn't even get the gun as and a toy. They, we used to get, they used to go to the store and get these really realistic-looking guns with the orange tip. They used to get, my cousins used to get in so much trouble. I couldn't dress kids. up as a sheriff they, for Halloween. Because you should already nothing. know. Exactly. You should already. Like, how do you not know? Man, that's a different element. I haven't heard anybody really taking it from the racial point of view. I haven't heard any probably because it's like it's a little too controversial or whatever. But they I'm can't not even. I'm not. ESPN. I'm not making it from a racial component in the sense that the NBA is being racist towards them. No, I'm no, no. Saying, I, I hear what you're saying. Just yeah, from like a black a black culture kind of thing, like in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, to, this is before Tamir Rice. Now, now we post Tamir Rice. You should know. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. No, listen, carry your power tools. I understand. Defend yourself, but do not be acting like it's a game. It's mm. dangerous for you to even have one legally concealed. Yeah. Because someone could kill you and just be like, see, that's a, that's a thug with a gun. Right. Then he was you, waving then you, at then, me. Exactly. When you weren't doing that. And yeah. then the whole media in the world should be like, yep, just another nigga. And he's, they're trying to make it seem like, because there's, you know, we hear the rumors and stuff like that about um, how he was like pointing red dots at people and stuff like that. So there is like some type of affiliation with him being violent, quote unquote, with the weapons as well. So, yeah, I mean... I just don't understand why. I think this is so interesting for me and for other people, too. That's why it keeps getting the news coverage is because, yeah, he's young. So people are saying, like, oh, he's just a young guy. He, you know, he, he needs time to mature or whatever like that. What is he, like 23, 24? Something like that, yeah. But for you to be making so much money off of your talents playing basketball and figuring out the ways in which you can, you know, it's not like he's getting in, it's not like he's getting in trouble and it's not taking him away from the basketball court. He's doing things that are, seemingly purposely trying to take him off the basketball court to where he can't he, do he anything career-wise. Success, man. Like, I don't know, and That's man. a we, big thing. That's a big component. We see it with Zion. And what I mean by Zion is like, when you're like a rich, like not only rich, but you're a famous man. The things that are coming at you are being thrown at you. I've heard a lot of rich people say that sometimes they kind of, there are aspects of being poor that they enjoy. I don't, I don't think, who Who's going to enjoy deprivation and not having money, right? Mm -hmm. But no not way. having all these pressures and all these people coming at you and trying to use you, men, women, you know, corporations trying to sign you bad deals and, and you know what I mean, for your likeness. There's a lot of other pressures. There's a lot of pressures. He and may not just be able to handle it. Exactly. He's, he's probably just, it is such a shock to him. That's probably just his inner self trying to escape it is by doing yeah. all these things. Yeah. Because you mentioned Zion. Like Zion is... That's another into, guy getting caught up. Trouble per se. Yeah, he's getting caught up. Let's say it that way. Because all the, the fame and attention. 
it's not anything that's taking him away from playing basketball, though. It's not removing him from being able to yeah. have a livelihood and, and stuff like that. Take yeah. care of his He may not be depressed, like though, but you see clearly he's having trouble handling it. I just don't it. believe that he's depressed. I know that sounds terrible to say, but he said that he was going to go and seek mental health, uh, seek some help for his mental health last time and did the same exact thing anyway. He spent maybe like a few days in some like retreat or something like that. And he's saying the same exact thing again. At this point, I just don't believe you. I'm sorry. I just don't believe you. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's To me, it's a cry for help. The dude was like, the first time he was fucked up in the club, looked like he was off a bean. Yeah, that could be just like And he's holding, and he's just like waving a gun around. See, that's the one where I can, I can get behind he needs to be suspended. But the second one, I'm like, He's not not like he's driving. He's just, I guess. Ah, but see, you have to be consistent <laughs> with it, though. You have to be consistent. And it's not like he's. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's not like, and I guess you can make the argument. Well, he's on the road. If it discharged, it could hit someone's gas tank. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, a lot of what fine. Is. That's either that's fair to suspend him. I just feel like the circumstances there's a little bit more. Because I imagine they would still if he was in his own house, they would still suspend him. His house out in the boonies, no one was unsafe. Yeah, it's hey, the image of it. They it's still, the image. it's the image of it. It's that's what it really is. Yeah, and that's I think that's what Adam Silver was trying to get at. But it's just interesting because you can conflate so many, like we did just now. We you can conflate so many different angles and make it seem like it's it can either be justified or it shouldn't be justified. It's a really compelling storyline. I honestly love talking about it. It sucks that John Morant's, uh, you know, it sucks that it's about John Morant's, you know, being not being able to. And how much money has succeeded he succeeded anymore? Because you know a lot of these, a lot of, them, lose a lot. Their, their, a lot of their net worth is held up by these contracts. He's going to lose a lot. Like and like, and I don't think anything has happened with the sponsorship, sponsorships, excuse me. But like I said, he's not going to be eligible for any NBA honors. And for the people that don't watch sports, what happens when you get those awards and stuff like that? You get paid. You get bonuses. And I'm talking about checks, dog. Bags. Bags. You're talking about getting to the bag. That's how you get to the bag. And they... They up and ripped that away from him. So, just for one year. I mean, he's a young guy. Yeah, not, not even a year. It's just for twenty five games. It's like, yeah, I think he plays back in December. Season starts in October. He's back in December. Not. That I thought long, you said that that you need to play a certain amount of games in a season to qualify for the honor, so you get it yeah. at the end. Oh, you're so saying, it, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So yeah, it's just it's just one season. One season year, he won't be know? able to. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if he can be eligible for the All Star game either. <laughs> we go see. We go see some random ass niggas up in there. Taking his spot. And this is a random side note. We don't have to go too go deep ahead. in this, but like I was wondering, do you think European basketball is up and coming? I've been I don't know who said this. I think we talked about this off off mic, but do you think European basketball is ever gonna overtake NBA? Yeah. Like, uh we didn't I did I mention it at the top that uh the Nuggets won the championship. I think yeah. I said after they won the championship. Yeah. But yeah. Uh and their best player, finals MVP, almost won MVP, two time MVP for the last couple of seasons, is a European player. He's Serbian. Yeah. So yeah. I agree. You see Luka Doncic. Who else? For a minute, there was Kristaps Porzingis. He's kind of gone out. They were, they've uh, been out studying. They've been studying. There's, There's a new one. kid named uh, Webinyama. Mm-hmm. I've butchered that name. Webinyama, I think is how you say his name. French guy. And they're saying he's even a better prospect than LeBron. Wow. Have you seen he, any film from him? He's like never, a seven-footer. But is, he he like, is he like He's African? like Steph Curry as a seven-footer. No, is he's he French. Is he like Afro-French or he's like a white guy? He's black. Okay. 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 Yeah, I can see it, man. I mean, they gonna. I feel like they're going to just take over the NBA, and then eventually they're going to take it back home, and then home is going to start getting way bigger. It's going to start what getting big. What do you mean? Because you Europe? said a lot of these guys are playing in, in America. 
yeah, but, yeah. I'm, I'm, but I'm like, what if they had like a European league, like a European yeah. NBA style league? I think where they do. Like, you know, like it's just or, not as big. They have leagues all over the place though, and it's not even it's not even just like white European players. That got either. a like, lot bigger. There's Giannis too. Giannis is a black guy mm-hmm. in Greece. You have Joel Embiid. He's from uh, Cameroon. So it's not even just Europe. It's just international. Like internationally. Mm-hmm. Remember Jeremy Lin? I mean, yeah. I don't know if he was born in the States or not, but we had Yao Ming. Like, it's been a thing for a while. It's just now they're, they're really better taking than American over. players. Yeah, yeah. they're better because they play a different style of ball. Jokic is a seven-foot dude, but he plays like a fucking point guard. They're just better. Everybody in the Americans and everybody in the States playing basketball wants to be Steph Curry and just jack up three-pointers. And it's just not really synonymous with a winning style of basketball. It's not going to win that way. So that the is game question, is though. further evolving. So the late 2010s, mid to late 2010s, was that was the Curry era. That was the three-point era. Now it's the, the era of Europeans bringing their game over. Yeah, is what we're I mean, in right now. In my opinion, it's still Steph Curry's era. He won the championship last year, so it's still his era. You want to move on to Doja? Let's move on to Doja. I'm excited for this one. Doja released a new single, Attention. What do you think? She's in you her listen bag. Listen to it just now. Listen, I'm not a. I don't consider myself a Doja fan. But I appreciate artists who evolve. I appreciate artists who who move the you know for of their discography. They take a step forward because there's a lot of artists that just release what the people want to hear. That's almost like going horizontally. Like yeah, it may be eating good music, but you're not taking a step forward for mm. yourself. I'm not even. For I'm yourself, not talking yeah. about moving. I'm not talking about moving music as a whole or a genre right, right, forward. Right. I'm talking about for mm. yourself. You right. see the character development. Like I like when you look at certain artists' discographies. It's like a story. It's almost like telling a story with like, you see them in the beginning, you see the character development, you see them age, you see the wisdom build, just mm. in what, how the music moves forward. I feel like this was a step forward for her. It was, she I was definitely the song was very dope. vulnerable in this one. She was very, very yeah. vulnerable. And that's, that's like, I, I agree with you. It was that's a swag. Really she had a swag on this one. She had a swag on this one I really liked. That you never seen before? Now, I mean, she, I've, I've seen glimpses of it on some of her older music, but I feel like she stepped into it fully. She wasn't just giving you a taste. I feel like she really just like stepped into that new era. She wasn't just kind of letting y'all see it. She was like, all right, I decided this is, this is who I am, and I'm going to step into this next phase. She was very unapologetic. That's a good point. She was very unapologetic. Now, I don't know why like the content that she was talking about was about like her being disrespected. I don't get it. I've never seen anybody really disrespect Doja Cat to the extent and uh, of where she feels like she is being dis- disrespected as a whole. I thought that she's w- she was winning Grammys and stuff like that. That's for a troll music. comments. I'm telling you, because she talked about previously. I remember. I think it was a few months ago. She was like, "Y'all got played." Like y'all, y'all really thought people were saying she was talking about how people said she fell off. She was talking about how people was like, "Y'all really thought that this was me." Like I'm, I'm about to show you. Mm-hmm. You know, the first two albums, those are commercial albums. I can lure y'all in. Now, here we go. I just never, feel, I never, but I a, a lot of artists do that, that though. You do know, what? that very thing. Because we were talking, I think we were talking about it previously, how it's like, it, you, I think you said it was unnecessary. Like, what's the point of alienating those old fans? And I'm like, I'm just thinking, like, she's about reading troll comments about her tweets. And I'm like, she's reading troll comments. There's, there's no other way. I don't, I feel like you can tell when certain artists read the troll comments, they're really yeah. agitated. And you can respond to the trolls or whatever like that, but it seems like to me she's trying to make herself a villain with this. The way that she's talking about the disrespect and the way that she's trying to clap back at the disrespect makes me feel like she wants to be a villain. Like she wants to have her new brand image of people looking at Doja Cat as a villain. And I don't know why you would want to do that. 
it has worked. It's been proven to work. Everybody needs a villain. There's a villain in every single industry, a villain in every single lane. So she can get success from it. You know, it's right. definitely going to hype up the album. But she was talking about how people were comparing her to Nicki Minaj. I've never heard anyone compare her to Nicki know, Minaj. Her flow, her, her voice kind of sounds like Nicki a little bit. Sonically? Enough, sonically, just a touch. I don't like how see how she was it. rapping. I, I, I hear it, bro. It's not like, it's, I, I'd say it's probably about 30%. It, it's in there. She might even be inspired by her. Of course she probably was inspired of by course, her. Of course, yeah. That's Nicki okay. Minaj, everybody now, all the female you rappers are inspired like, by Nicki. As long, you can, as long as you're not ripping off completely, you could take bits and pieces and, and, and make it you. I think that's what, it, I, that's what I got from it. May, I think she's projecting. I think that's a projection. Maybe she wants but, to be seen as a Nicki Minaj bro, and she just isn't there yet. Less than, less than 24 hours. Video has 3 million views. It's number two trending on YouTube. Correct. People, I read a bunch of comments. People love it. I haven't seen one person saying she's a villain. I love it. I, haven't I like seen, it. I haven't seen one person saying, what are you mad for? Everybody's just like, she did it. She said what she had to say. Boom. That's what I've she been She was hearing. talking. She sure yeah. as hell was talking. And I have to give her, yeah. I have to she give was her saying, credit for She said in the song, people were saying that they think her hair is ugly because she has a new look. Yeah. I, I fuck yeah, with I the look. I saw that. I did see that. I, people I, I were fuck, disrespecting yeah. her about the I don't hair. know about the eyebrows, but I like the hair and I like the fit. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't know about yeah. the whole shaving eyebrows thing, but I like her hair and I like the look. Yeah, I, it's I definitely like going to give me, it, fit. I'm definitely anticipating the next album. I'm definitely anticipating the next album. And I don't think she's really decided yet if it's going to be a rap album. I know people that have heard it um you know come in the studio and have heard a little bit of like the, the the tracks that she's working on have said that it's a rap oriented album um but you know she's so gimmicky and trolly on the internet so she'll say like oh i'm doing a folk album or i'm doing a rock album now so but i, I i'm definitely know, anticipating whatever yeah. she's gonna put out it just sounds like she just shifted the meter a little bit and just made it a lot more rap oriented but it i don't know man i feel like if you if she didn't tell you you probably just think it's any other Doja album versus the fact that she's just that's more true. unapologetic about what she's doing. Like that's I was true. saying earlier. Yeah, that's true. She's that taking true. that. She's taking that step forward. Because it was very popular. She doesn't care. Yeah, the pre-chorus and the chorus. Don't get me were wrong. It was very copied. Just but I just felt like for her and what she was doing, it was very much f the trolls. I'm moving into this this dynamic, and that's really it. Yeah, I don't. And then she was saying how she fell off and stuff. I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I just I, don't see it. Three million views in less than 24 hours is not falling off. Not at all. Not <laughs> Number at all. two trending is not falling off. That's you very much on the horse. Yeah, you can't say it. <laughs> I think mm. she's just projecting it, just like coming up with stuff just for her branding and marketing. <laughs> um, we got some BET Award nominations. You want to go through those? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. BET Awards is not really something that people pay attention to, but we love music here and we're going to talk about it. I don't give a fuck what none of y'all say. Uh, you got it up? I'm pulling it up right now. I thought I had it up, but I deleted it earlier by mistake. All right, so we're going to go through a few of these. Probably got about 10 here. BET is different than the Grammys. It's more music-oriented, but they do have things like film and um, mm. like video production and stuff like that. So we're just going to hit on the stuff that we really want to talk about, mainly just music. And we're going to start here with Best Female R&B and Pop. Now, who are you picking? Best because oh, I think I it only I, I think that Beyonce uh, Beyonce is gonna Beyonce is gonna smack the shit out of everybody on this list just I off think, of Beehive yeah. and Dick Riding alone. I think that That's it has to go to say. Beyonce here. Beyonce has had Renaissance, which I mean, the it, it, she's on tour right now, an international tour for one album, bro. She's on a fucking international tour. I'm gonna re-edit it. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna repeat it. She's on an international tour for one album, 
Now I feel bad for Susan because them all tickets the no- is thousands of dollars. I, I swear, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, people still paying for them though. People the worst. Still t- I swear, the worst tickets got to be hundreds of dollars, at least at least two three hundred dollars nosebleeds. I, I swear. I just feel so bad for SZA because everything that she's nominated in, she's nominated with Beyonce, and she's not going to be SZA's not SOS. It's not beating Beyonce. It's not happening. And it was a fine album. I didn't particularly like it that much personally. I didn't think it was that good. Uh, Control was just so much better. It's just, oh my God, bro. it doesn't even compare. But, you know, I just feel bad because it's, it's a good album and everybody loved it. You know, it's making a lot of charts. She's probably going to get some Grammy nominations in there, you know, starting with BET. It's just, how can you go? How can you be Beyonce? I don't know. I just don't think it's going to happen. What do you think about best male R&B? Best male R&B? Probably Usher. Now, Usher had a big year. Usher had a big year. I don't think it was for music, though. Um, but I think they just put him in there just because he's been in the limelight right now. You know, he's doing his Las Vegas thing. He's been cutting up a rug in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With them roller skates. <laughs> I, I think forgot he had, like, what do they call that? When they, they just, like, they have, like, a thick show there they do all, like, every weekend or every, whatever. Every, every couple what weeks. What do you mean? I thought you, uh, didn't we talk about Usher has like a Elvis had it too where it's like a a residency. It's almost like you have a residency. I think that's what it's called. Like you have a contract. Like you just do yeah, Vegas yeah, yeah. shows. Mm-hmm. Like you just there and they pay you a whole bunch of money to just entertain tourists who come whenever they come. Basically, yeah, yeah that's what he's been doing. But I don't mm-hmm. think it's off of any new music though. I think he probably released like a single or two. But he, I don't think he put out an album. Somebody has to correct me if I'm wrong. But I don't think he put out an album. Yeah. I think Brent's gonna get this though. Brent, I, I'm looking I at the guess. nominees, bro. Drake, <laughs> like, I think he's always going to get nominated just because he's Drake, but, like, he's not winning that. Even though he put out a lot of music in the last year, but he put out three albums in the last Which is ridiculous. In the last year, dog. Well, I don't know. Them albums was, was all right. That's to you. I love me some Drake. Now, that, so uh, that, that uh, dance hall type house album, that shit was on point. Honestly, never mind was on yeah. point. Um, yeah. and that was Chris Brown. Uh, Chris Brown's not getting it. I'm sorry. He's just not going to get it. The Weeknd. Um, if this was for the idol, maybe he might get it. <laughs> now, I might, now I might have to watch episode one of that garbage. Of the just, idol? Because I'm curious. Because everybody's like posting all these scenes. They thought I just had some like really fucked up wild sex scenes because it's the dude who made Euphoria. Yeah. Now he really gets to unleash. I can't, really I can't watch it. I'm not watching that shit. People are saying like it's so weird and awkward trying to watch The weekend have sex appeal. He was like, talking about up. like spread that pussy open. Ooh, spread that oh. tight pussy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna watch the weekend talk like that. Sorry, Abel. Uh, let's move on to best group. I have Drake and Twenty One Savage as a clear winner here. Best group. Yep. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Uh. I think I mean, it's who probably uh, Quavo and Takeoff. They could just give the sympathy award. You know, award shows do do that. They might give it to Takeoff. I think it's between Drake and Twenty One and Takeoff for sure. Drake at Twenty One, her loss. Woo. Yeah, Drake has Drake has the most pull in this list for sure. I mean, goddamn. Because I don't even think they even really care. I think they do listen to the music, but I think a lot of times these awards are really just pull and who you know and who has. I think they're awards. fans. I think they said that this it's like fans that are no, uh, not nominating them but are voting for them. I think it's a fan awards. Interesting. Okay. And then maybe they have like a BET union that comes together and they vote. But I think the most pull comes from the the fans. Probably going to be Drake then. I think it would be Drake and 21 Savage. I was happy to see that Flo got a nomination. Flo is an up and coming group. I know one of our friends will be very happy to hear that. Um, I think they'll uh, they'll get a new artist nomination in a couple years here. And they'll probably be able to take one home then. But it's just good to see that they got nominated. Um. 
Best collaboration. Now, I really want Boys a Liar to win because that's just my favorite song mm-hmm. um, on this list, at least. None of these other ones. I mean, you got Creeping with Metro Boomin'. Wait you got you, fuck nigga free with Glorilla. I just don't think it's happening. Kodak Black got nominated. When's the last time Kodak Black made a song? I haven't heard about Kodak in a minute. He just released an album last week, I think. Man, that shit did t- toilet paper. How did I not hear about that album? Kodak Black has stands, bro. He's probably charting. We just you just. I feel like it's them it. South Florida dudes, bro. I swear, I have a cousin. I don't know if he has them anymore. I haven't seen him in years. My dad said he used to have those like them like. I forgot what do they call them big ass doodle knots. You know what I'm talking about? It's like those things that Bonsu Kodak knots? has. Oh, you nah, talking bro. about dreads? No, Kodak has like these like big ass like. It's like if I took a piece of my hair and like molded it and it just like with some gel. Oh, I don't it's, know. They're like these big thick ass dreads, but they're thick. They're like what about as them? Thick as like a water bottle. But I'm just saying like you know that's from they from Florida and a lot of people have that kind of hairstyle like that South Florida kind of thing. Oh. Those must be where his fans are. I swear. <laughs> in Florida. That's what I'm trying to say. That's his home state. Exactly. Yeah. It's probably that a lot. Sense. Probably that neighborhood he's from and all that area. That's whole part of that state probably fucks with him. I do think that um because Lotto is nominated in this category too. I do think that Lotto has a chance to sweep it up. Lotto has had a big year and people love Lotto. I can't like her for obvious reasons. I if y'all know, y'all know. Um, and it's not about the music. It's just about Lotto. Yeah. If you know, you know. But I specifically think the name and the, and the name. If you know, is you my know. problem. That's, <laughs> That's my problem. That's all I would say. That's all I would say. Uh, best female hip hop artist. This is gonna go to Lotto. Uh, I don't know about that, man. Let me read the let me read the nominees because uh, this is a really competitive category. We got Cardi B. We got Coyle Ray. We got Glorilla. We got Ice Spice. Lotto. Meg The Stallion and Nicki Minaj. This is a very competitive It's category. going to Ice Spice and let's stop the bullshit right now. Uh, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. But make the case. Uh, because she's an it girl right now. She, she's the, the, she's the quote-unquote Princess Diana of rap. She is like an icon. This is her year. Cardi, you know what I mean? Like, like so you think they're going to try to play favorites? Or you think, I think they're, they're going to play favorites because that's what they do. Because if you're actually listening to the music... And you're actually looking at the charts. You're actually looking at the numbers. You're actually looking at the appeal. Lotto had a bigger year than Ice Spice. Musically. Musically. I'm not talking about just like trending on Twitter. Okay. We can get behind that then. If we're looking just just after the music and the numbers, okay. Now there is that we're going to get to Best New Artist in a second. I think she has a potential to win there. I'll make my case for that one. Um... But all of these women had such big years, bro. Cardi B, who was quiet, mm-hmm. still is out here making music, making bops, dog. I don't think she's going to win it, though. Koyla Ray out here making bops. Yeah, that song on Spider-Verse she was on, that shit was heat. Her album, too. The come up is real. The recent mm-hmm. singles that she's been putting out, the come up is real for Koyla Ray. I feel proud of her, even though I haven't really been fucking with her new music. She's just copying niggas. But that's just the wave of these new school niggas. Nicki Minaj out here, she's not gonna do nothing. Make the Stallion hasn't released no music, so they ain't. Let's move on to uh to male hip hop artists. Who do you got here? because uh, I'm gonna upset you with my take. Hold on, I gotta. I don't know I'm gonna upset you... you with my take. I think Jack uh, Harlow is gonna take this one. I think it's gonna be Kendrick. I I can I could see Kendrick getting it. I could see Kendrick getting it. He had a good year. He had a good album. I just don't think they're gonna award Kendrick. I think they're gonna award Jack Harlow. If they award Jack Harlow at BET, 
I'm bitch. I'm finding somebody and gonna bitch slap the shit out of him. I swear <laughs> Why? to God. Because he's white. Yes, it's BT. He's a it's rapper B- though. You set you this get- precedent. BT gonna be nobody gonna be black on BT. Okay, in ten by years you logic, start this shit. By that logic, who else would you replace Jack Harlow with? By that logic, because you already got J Cole, you already got Future, you already got Drake. Twenty One Savage already on here. We already talked about Kendrick Lamar. And of course, we got little baby on here. Who else are you gonna put up there? Gunna been in jail. Quavo <laughs> Doug been on jail, but in jail. Quavo, you capping now, bro? You don't even know. You don't even know. Uh, Quavo, I think he put out a single, and then they put that Migos album out a few years ago. They ain't going. Nah. You, if you gonna take Jack Harlow off the list, you gotta put. I feel like deja vu right now. The same. <laughs> remember the last time we talked about Jack Harlow, yeah. but it got up our ass. If you want to take Jack Harlow off the list, you got to replace him with somebody. You gonna put Lil Meech up there? You gonna put Lil Dirk up there? Lil Dirk. You could put Lil Dirk up there instead young of Jack boy. Harlow. That would make sense. Oh, young boy, you could do that. You could do that. That actually makes sense. You make a valid point. Let's skip this video of the year one because who gives a fuck about music videos anymore? Ain't no MTV no more. Nobody gave a fuck about no MTV. Let's go to best new artists because it's the one I want to make my point about Ice Spice with. You got a few artists on here like Coco Jones and Doce. Flo got another. Oh, so they did get a Best New Artist nomination. I'm glad. But you got some artists on here, Glorilla. You got some artists on here that um, I'm happy to see. I see Ice Spice here, and I'm saying that's the award that she should win. Let's stop. Yeah, let's stop right now. Ice Spice is sweeping the list. There's nothing to even talking about. There's nothing to even talking about. But the Ice problem Spice here win, is that's robbery. The problem here is that they put Glorilla on this list. And if anybody Why is Coco Jones on here? Coco Jones been making music since the Disney days. This I is true. Correctly. It's because I think that some of these awards, bro, they just go based off of like who's relevant. And I think that they decided to put Coco Jones there. Same reason why I'm about to talk about Glorilla. I think they put Glorilla and Coco Jones on there. Glorilla's been making music since 2019, dog. She hasn't been popular until recently, but she's been making music since That's 2019. That's probably what it is. People who pop to a certain level this year who haven't before gets considered to be a new artist. And that makes me think that they're going to give this award to, uh, to Glorilla. Because why else would they put her on here? Dude, Ice Spice has run circles on Glorilla in terms of clout this year. And it in terms of the music, in my to opinion, too. <laughs> it makes too much sense to me. It makes way- I, I could see it going to Glorilla, and I think it should go to, I mean, uh, Ice Spice, excuse me. But I think it's going go to uh, go to Glorilla. That's a tongue twister. Go to, uh, go to Glorilla. Let's go to album of the year. Again, we got Glorilla. Dude, they're putting Glorilla. She's going to take home one of these awards, maybe even a couple. They're putting Glorilla all over this. We got Chris Brown. We got DJ Khaled. We got Her Loss from Drake and 21 Savage. We got Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers with Kendrick Lamar. We got SOS with SZA. And then the, the obvious winner here is Beyonce. Any list Beyonce is on, she's going to win. Unless, Dude, it's it, like, unless it's like Taylor Swift or like some other. You know, could you imagine if BET yeah. put Taylor Swift on one of these fucking awards? It would be an outrage. She's winning. <laughs> That's the only way. There's very few people who are going to beat her. It's, it, it's not even talking about. Again, bro, SZA paired up with Beyonce in the same category. I feel so bad for her. This was supposed to be a year for And I don't think that these the niggas don't even show up to the BET Awards. So I don't think it matters that much to her. But, of course, everybody would like to get the champ. You know, you'd like to get the chip. You'd like to take home the fucking the trophy. But when you're going up against a legend in Beyonce... I just don't think it's going to happen for you. And I'm sorry, SZA, but it just wasn't your year. Should have put out a better project. 
<laughs> but then we got movies. Black Panther, Creed 3. They got Will Smith playing a slave with emancipation. They got Nope. They got The Woman King, Till, and Whitney Houston's uh, biopic. What you, you thinking? You know this was a, a dead-ass year if we have Till, a Till and Emancipation on the list. Not necessarily, bro. You have to think and about it. And Whitney Houston. That movie was trash. But, Ellie, you have, you have to think about it. Like, these are black nominations. Name two other black uh, movies that came out this year that you would replace these ones with. That's a good point. <laughs> That's the only point to make. And so because of the lack of black film, you have to put movies like this on here. And I Honestly, didn't see either of these it's movies. It's gonna be Creed three or Nope. It's probably gonna be Nope. I would like to see Nope get it. It's definitely. Gonna I don't be, think nope they're gonna give it to Nope though. I've seen almost every movie. I've seen Black Panther, Creed three, Whitney Houston, Nope, The Woman King. I refuse to watch Till, and I refuse to watch Emancipation. <laughs> and I know they're trash. So, at all like intents and nope purposes, it. it's Black Panther, Creed, Whitney Houston, Nope, Woman King. If I had to make the case for it's Nope, it's gonna be it would, Nope. It would only be because Kiki Palmer is in it, and he, she's having an outrageous year. She's having an outrageous year. That's, and she's nominated for Best Actress, I think, as well. That's the only reason why they would give it to Nope. But it's either gonna, for, to me, it's either going to be Creed or Black Panther. And I think Black Panther, with the death of Chadwick Boseman, they're going to give that sympathy award. No, out. bro. That movie, was, that movie was cool, but it was not on Nope or Creed 3's level. I think they're going to give time to... You know, people for people to celebrate. They're probably gonna put his picture up there. They're probably gonna have the people come up and give a dedication to Chadwick. I think that's probably what they're gonna. Disney do. will drop the. All I'm gonna say if that movie wins, Disney dropped the bag just for the publicity and get people on Disney Plus. Could be. And then we got Best Actor, Amin Joseph, Brian Tyree Henry, Damson Idris. That's the winner. Daniel Kaluuya, Lil Meech, Donald Glover, and Michael B. Jordan. It's gonna be Brian Tyree Henry. He's had a. A hell of a year, dude. He has had a hell of a year. He's been in so much stuff, you would not even believe it. I just learned yesterday he was the, he plays the dad in Spider Verse, like Miles's dad, the cop. That's I didn't him. know that. I was like, what? Yeah, he's he, been in Soul. He was in Bullet Train. Yep. I can't, it's, I can't even think. Like it's just been a, he's been in a lot of stuff. This Atlanta. Year. Yeah, he's in Atlanta, which um, had two parts. I think they have. Two, um, Damn Sinidris here, though. I think that he's going to take it, dude. Snowfall is a huge show. And he's more of a relevant, like, he's more of a household name than Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I definitely think he's more relevant in a certain sense than than Brian Tyree Henry. But I think Brian Tyree in five years is going to be beyond the household. He already is getting up there. I think he's going to be a household in five years. Yeah. He was presenting at the Oscars last year. Yeah. Or maybe this year, I guess, technically. And then we got Best Actress. I think we finished with this one. We got Angela Bassett, Coco Jones, Janelle James, Janelle Monet, Kiki Palmer, Viola Davis, and Zendaya. Why the fuck is Zendaya on this list? I have no idea. When's the Maybe. last... Everybody, everybody think. When's the last time that you saw Zendaya in a movie? Now I gotta go when, when, look, because I don't... When was, like, the last, when was the last season of Euphoria? There's nothing in 2023 that I can see that she was in. Well, it'd be 2022. Oh, this is for 2022? No, I don't see anything in 2022. When was the last season of Euphoria? Uh, 2019. That's what it said. When was Spider-Man? 2021. Yeah, I don't know why she's on this list. Dude, they just needed to. They just needed to put a, a familiar face, I suppose. I think it's going to go to Angela Bassett. I think they're really going to try to play into that uh, Black Panther thing because she didn't get it at the Grammys, right? 
At the Oscars. Or the Oscars, I mean, not Grammys. Or it could go to Kiki. I think yeah, I think gonna, they might. I, I think, I think, I think it's going to go to Kiki, Viola, Woman King. Viola did acted her ass off in Woman King. You got to give her props on that one. And she was in that Michelle Obama biopic. People say that was trash though. I'm um, sure it was. The acting did not look good. I've seen the yeah. clips. <laughs> but yeah, Viola, Kiki. I think Viola, Woman King, Kiki. Nope. Angela, um, Black Panther. Those are the ones competing. I couldn't really tell you who's going to win. I think they all did great. A great job. I couldn't really tell you who would win. I think Viola acted her ass off in Woman King. So yeah. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Okay, I think it's on. Is it on Netflix now? I don't know. It probably is. I think it, I think I have seen it on Netflix. Yeah. Speaking of streaming services, let's move on. So there's this streamer. Never heard of him before, but XQC is his name. He has received a 100 million dollar two year non exclusive deal to stream ex- uh, non exclusively on Kick. That is an outrageous, outrageous. number for somebody that I've never heard of. Have and you ever we, we heard old, of him? No, we're probably old heads. We're old heads. He's probably like a 21 to like 15-year-old. That's his demographic. Maybe maybe we're just not we're in his demographic. I've never heard of him. I don't even know what he plays, dude. I just I don't know either. And, you know, I looked up some of the numbers that he has subscriber-wise. On Twitch, he's got about 12. On the platform Kick, he has about... I think there was like 170,000. 12 million is a lot of people, don't get me wrong. But let's think back to like Ninja's days when he was at the peak of this uh, pinnacle of um, video game streaming and stuff. Mm-hmm. He probably wasn't around the same numbers back then. Probably. So I guess it makes sense just in terms of that zeitgeist of people who actually watch video game streamers. It probably makes sense to them. But... People have been comping this to like sports players contracts. This nigga is making Dude, more money in a year they, than LeBron James. The viewership James. they bring in, though, that's the his viewership alone is probably bigger than a lot of sports analyst shows and those sports talk shows and side shows. These guys' viewerships are on that level, probably several times beyond that level. Of course, they're making that kind of money. You got these these more kind money of than eyes. LeBron James. I just don't understand what the value is. Is it just the is it just the eyes? I think it's just the eyes. And kick is not as big as Twitch. So At they all. Want, they want these big name guys to come over and bring over that viewership. For $100 million in two years? They probably think that that's probably chump change, given the money, the eyes, and the ad revenue. I've never even heard get. of Kick. I've never heard of Kick either. I'm aware of Kick, it, but it's like a smaller. It's like a smaller Are they rocking with that kind of money? Yeah, dude. Twitch has been, Kick has been around for a little bit. Kick has been around for a little bit. I don't know. I, I feel like I've heard that Kick is a place that, like, if you got banned on Twitch, you would go to kick, or if you got banned on YouTube and Twitch, you would go to kick until you got unbanned. But they're probably they're giving to out image around. They're giving out these types of deals to a lot of different types of people. Kai Sanat got a deal. Ninja got a new deal, and then I'm just thinking about like podcast wise. We saw Joe Rogan's deal super lucrative, but that shit was over like five years, three hundred million in five years. So I guess it kind of evens out. I guess it kind of evens out. And then you hear like Call Me Daddy got sixty million for I think maybe like a few years. This to me doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Is this, but then I also think it's a larger conversation to be had about just like how you were talking about like the, the eyes, the attention. If you're able to just bring people to your, and these are all ad programs, like they all sell ads on these uh, platforms. So I guess it really is just how many eyes can you get to view these ads? <laughs> and if you get enough, if you get hundreds of thousands or millions of people, to, well, they'll just pay you millions. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's his revenue. They're going to make that money back off the ad revenue. And, dude, video games are huge, man. 
I mean, think about how big this guy from one time we were like in middle school to now when yes. online gaming was just starting to kind of get his foothold to like now it's just like we're playing. We just started playing. One of our friends just got us into League of Legends. That's one of the biggest games in the world. They have stadiums for that game. People play in stadiums, if you can believe it. Yeah. They have stadiums for League of Legends. You've played the game. Can you imagine that? Like, I can. I've seen it. So, yeah, I can imagine it. <laughs> like stadiums. Like this is big money. You know, the times times are changing. It makes sense these guys are getting baller contracts. They're e-ballers. Yeah. You think about it, e-ballers. Do you think I just underestimate the value? I think you're underestimating the value a little bit. They've been this has been for years, man. It's just because I suppose it's no different than just like sports contracts. Like who the fuck are they? They're just dribbling balls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can devolve League Two. They pick up a mouse and a keyboard and they're clicking around on the screen with fantasy characters. Yeah, just video games. That sounds like a lot more than just dribbling a ball and putting. Honestly, sounds a lot more than dribbling a ball and putting it in the hoop. Yeah, it's amazing. Like the amount you talk of it down. And, the, and how approachable, like making this amount of money is these days is ridiculous. I've just never really like these types of deals. When you see these types of deals, it really puts it into perspective. You could just be somebody who's just up at night playing video games at 12 o'clock at night. Get enough people there. You can make millions. That's ridiculous to me. I don't know. I don't have or that much like, to say. Like about. A lazy. You could just if you're if you're you're funny and you really can act and play it up, you can make a lot of money. Yeah. They want to see you just scream and get chased by things in horror games. They'll, people are entertained. They'll send you A few money. hundred thousand subscribers. Few, They'll uh, few send million. you money. These guys get sent money. These guys get subscriptions. That's the crazy thing about Twitch is that people subscribe to you monthly. I mean, think about this guy, right? He got a, he yeah. signed a $100 million deal. And then how many subscribers did you say he had? Like 12 million? On Twitch, about like 12 million. And then, he, 12, dude, they're paying him like, what, five bucks a month? Do the math. The guy's yeah. balling. Honestly... Yeah. He's making way more money off his subscribers. Just and what happens with this non-exclusive deal is he could probably just record those streams and post that shit to Twitch. Exactly. He can record those streams, post them to Twitch, get the ad revenue. Still getting the money. Put that and shit on YouTube people still. People paying him every month. That $100 million really honestly don't, probably doesn't mean. Like, it means a lot to him, I'm sure. But he's probably already been that rich. And I don't know too much about contracts, but I do hear a lot about... You know, we already know, like, what happens in the music industry with these contracts and how they sign people to, like, basically, like, these slavery deals. You start seeing a lot of these types of podcasters and streamers getting these types of deals and making all these types of big contracts and stuff like that. They're going to tie some of these niggas up. This is going to be one of them niggas, or not niggas, sorry. That, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> He's a white guy. This is going to be one of these guys where in a few years, and maybe not even just him, you can start to see some of these people getting caught up in these contracts. And we start having that same conversation about music that we do with these streamers and these podcasters. Yeah, because... Also, I was just, while you were, you know, I was just thinking, like, dude, like, think about Joe Rogan. How many monthly, you know, how many viewers, monthly viewers? Hundreds people? of millions. Yeah, and they gave him, what, like a half a billion? 300 million, I think. Yeah, this guy, yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah. 12 million is a lot of viewership. A lot of people paying you every month. A lot of eyes. I mean, people are probably reaching out to him, hey, man, just show our product. We'll give you, we'll, we'll break you off a couple mil. Hey man, just show us this product. We'll break you off in another couple mil. It'd be it'd be easy. It'd be quick. Kind of reminds me of like on that show Bel Air. We talking we were talking about Coco Jones. Um, you know Coco Coco Jones's character. What's her name? Ashley. She started getting so popular. I think Victoria's Secret was like, hey, we'll give you fifty k a post. Yeah, it happens on social 50, media too. Break off fifty k a post. That's that's that level. This guy's level. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like it's the marketing because they know they're gonna get a return. They are, they, they've already calculated out they're going to get a return. Yeah. All, just off the ad revenue, probably. 
But yeah, that's really all I gotta say. Fleece. Yeah, let's move on to fleece. So, people, our friends who watch the podcast have known for years. We've been laughing since high school about the Booty Warrior Boondocks episode, and then finding I should have got out, a drop. Finding <laughs> out he was a um, he was a real person. It was based on a true story. I should have got a, a drop for fleece. <laughs> And there's this old school uh, video on this like lock show called Locked Up about this guy named Fleece Johnson. And he was just going on and on about talking about booty is more important than food. And he likes man's butt. And he's going to tell you easy way or the hard way. 20 years later, over 20 years later, somebody found him and sat him down. He's an old man now and interviewed him about his, his 40 years in prison and, and, and the booty escapades, essentially. I didn't watch the full interview. I only got to see some clips, but the clips that I saw were wild. What, what, besides the clips that I saw, because all he was doing was talking about like his life story from like where he came from and like, which was interesting. Which is pretty honestly. tragic, honestly. Like, we laugh about it. It's not funny. Well, it's, I, it's like, we don't laugh tra- about his backstory. We don't we laugh, laugh about, about the backstory. fact that he's we laugh out there about taking the, ass. The stuff he's saying, <laughs> like on a surface level, but if you really think about it, it's really awful. What else was in there in the, in, uh, in the, yeah, interview? I mean, he was mainly just talking about like his early life, about how he was a kid how he used to just like run with these guys who would just intentionally fuck with police and like pop their tires and like do all, all kinds, all kinds of shit to him, throw things at him. He would just go rob people in this town. He was just like, he was just like a kid. And then eventually they arrested him. They gave him 12 years in prison. I think he like attacked, they attacked and knocked out police. Something happened. They like knocked out police officers and they gave him 12 years in prison. Yeah. And he said from the time he got there, dudes were trying to like, and this is, this is like, this is tragic. He's a kid. He was like, they, dudes were like, he was, people were being racist to him. People were attacking him. Dudes were trying to like him when he was like, he was like a 16 year old. That's where I was like, now we understand what happened. Yeah. Something like that mentally. happened to him. And he was like, you know what? Now I'm going to perpetrate on others because this happened to me. Yeah. And so he it's, got into it's it a little deep. bit about like yeah. how the, how the fact that like he would, he had never been with a woman at that he age. Had never he had never been, been, with, been a with a woman. So now you just yeah. got these niggas up in here. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> even like said. Sexualizing you. And he even said in like the old school documentary where he was like, you got a whole bunch of men locked up in one place. All of them hard. All of them got sexual desires. So what are you going to do? Like he yep. was like, I remember that word for word. <laughs> Cause, but that's like basically what he was saying. Like at that point, Fleece is like 50 years old. Yeah. So from, from 15, 16 to 50, it's like 34. You've never gotten like any action. He even th- talked about the progression. He said, I've never been with a woman. Then he said, uh, then all they had was porno mags and that gets boring. Then you start getting in the shower and seeing dudes, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna be in here for like the rest of my life. Might as well." Yeah, that's basically what he was saying. One of the things that we were talking about is, um, you know, because the way that he was talking about some of the men, he was sexualizing them, bro. He was yeah. talking about how niggas have fat asses and how that ass was yeah, fat. Soap, soap, soap. You see the he was suds running down the ass crack and the ass almost was fat so much so to where he you was would talking think crazy. That he was sexually attracted to men, and we were talking about the fact that maybe. You know, because he comes from a different time period. You know, we yeah, all the way know he that. was, he was very homophobic. I'm like, yeah. On one end, he's openly talking about his homosexual escapades, right? But then on the other end, he's being extremely hom- homophobic. And I'm like, how does that work? So on one end, you're op- you're open about your sexuality, but you're also homophobic. So then I was like, it was weird. This guy is possibly bisexual and just doesn't necessarily understand what that. Is and it's he not thinks open jail to that fact. Jail. And apparently he's married. They say he's married. He's, he has a wife. To a woman? Yeah. I mean that doesn't really change anything. There's tons well, he's of a, people he's, that are he's married. A, he's to a bisexual. The opposite man. sex. Because he's 
everybody knows who he is. He said at the end of the documentary, he said, and people always come up to me, you the booty man. You the booty warrior. Yeah. And he's like, okay, Ann, you want to suck my dick? Yeah, he's like a character. That's what now. he said. That's what he said. Okay, Ann, so you want to suck me? It was crazy. I was like, whoa. I was like, people come up to him in public and he gets really mad about it. It's Understandably. a very story. Yeah. Pretty sad and tragic, but also very funny. Should we move into deep cuts? Yeah, let's move deep cuts. All right, I'm going to play the newest song from Doja Cat that we were talking about earlier. It's called Attention. Give me a second. I got to pull it up. Not be in it. 
But ain't the bad press good? The disrespect's real. How does protect look? Pull out the checkbook. Now I your neck crook. I never learned a superstar from a textbook. Talking about she falling off, why she get booked, man? I've been humble, I'm tired of all the deprecation. Just let me flex, bruh. Just let me pop shit. Why she think she Nikki M? She think she hot shit. <laughs> I never gave a F. Go start a pot, bitch. I got your head all in the dirt, just like an ostrich. Of course, you bitches comparing Doja to who the hot tits. That's Attention by Doja Cat. That song was fire, bro. It's a pretty good song. I hit, hit harder the second time. I actually thought it was, I liked it a lot more the second time. What you got for us? Yeah, man. For those of us who have seen the Spider-Verse movie, there was a song that played. It's called Self Love uh, with Coyla Ray. Who else is on it? I'm forgetting Metro who. Metro Boomin'. Metro Boomin'. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. Really enjoyed that song. Metro! Yeah. She's a long way from suburban towns Came to the city for the love Got her hurting now Oh my, she's a long way from suburban towns Long way, really long way from suburbia Small town love, fall down love Not medicated, drink too much Think too much, thoughts drowning me I'm too high, please don't cry Stop downing me, you don't know love You just show love Self-love, he don't love himself Tryna love me, cuff me Told the truth to him, he don't trust me Self-love, he don't love himself Tryna love me, cuff me Told the truth to him, he don't trust me Oh my, she's a long way from suburban towns Came to the city for the love Got her hurting now Oh my, she's a long way from suburban towns Long way Really long way from suburbia Big dreams, yeah Big screens, yeah She's impressionable, it will see, yeah Money scheme, yeah Vibe unquestionable, my friends drive New beamer, drop top convertible Love hanging out, say you hating now Feeling introvertical Self-love, you don't love himself Tryna love me, cuff me Told the truth to him, he don't trust me Self-love, you don't Oh my, she's a long way from suburb. 
self love. He don't love himself. Tryna love me, cuff me. Told the truth to him. He don't trust me. Self love. He don't love himself. Tryna love me, cuff me. Told the truth to him. He don't trust me. Oh my, she's a long way from suburban towns. Came to the city for the love. Got her hurting now. Oh my, she's a long way from suburban towns. Long way, really long way. In every other universe, Gwen Stacy falls for Spider-Man. And in every other universe, it doesn't end well. Well, it's the first time for everything, right? Bravo, it's, bravo, bravo. Can't tell me that song wasn't heat. That song was beautiful, no, I, bro. No, I've been on Coyler Ray, bro. I've been on Coyler Ray. Coyler Ray yeah. makes really quietly. She makes some really good music. It's good to see there's like an entry point for you to get into Coyler Ray. This could I be know. the start. Now that you song, see why I've been standing a little bit. That song surprised me. In the movie, it hit, and the way, where it played, I was like, wow, this is beautiful. It was like, it was really, I want to spoil it for you. It was really beautiful where it played. I was like, wow. It's probably during great. a love scene. Uh, it wasn't really during a love. It was, it was a scene between Miles and Gwen. They were talking. That was like the scene where it was playing. But they were like swinging through the city and it was really cool. It was almost like two people who were into each other walking through the park, but they're spider people. So they're like swinging through the city. Yeah. But the way they were doing it was like really cool and relaxed. It was like, it was beautiful. You know, it's yeah. Spider-Verse, all the colors and stuff. Like it was really cool. You should check out some more Coil Ray and tell me what you think. Come back to me on that one. But uh, this has been another great episode. You can tune in with us, same time, same place, next week for another episode of Top Tier Podcast. We will see y'all. Peace. Take it easy.